drop that knowledge on me. I could not make this up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Mouse. And A. Dizzle. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You Can't Make This Up Podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A. Dizzle. Episode 334. Fellas. Yes, sir. How was the week? Dizzle. Uh, Good week. Great week, actually. Um, Got back in the gym. You know, still feel it since I took a break. I'm How long up, was the break? Uh, like a week and a half, two weeks. Oh, okay. That ain't bad. Nothing crazy. But now nah, my chest is sore as fuck. Uh, and it's been three days. <laughs> <laughs> I got another basketball game today. We won. Oh, last week's game Talk was about crazy. It. So last week's game, we are playing against the free agents team. So there's a team in the league where if you don't like know 10 people you can just sign up and they'll throw you on a team with other randoms oh shit Ken we got a little spot (laughs) so I'm thinking this should be an easy dub right right not at all so the free agent team I guess they don't show up um like they don't have a full five that showed up so they gave us the win but just random niggas just threw on a jersey and we played a game no referees so we still, I'm still trying to win. They're keeping score. Yeah. We're calling our own fouls and shit. I'm still trying to win. It comes down to the last, like, it's a close game the whole game. Uh, it's coming down to the last 30 seconds, tie game. The, the other nigga come down, do some crazy shit, pull a three, blaze it with, like, five seconds left. Maybe not even five. Maybe, like, three. Uh, one of my niggas take the ball out, pass it to a homeboy that looks like me. <laughs> and um, they he, say we all have a twin. He's right. dribbling and he's up from half court. Swish at the bu- at the buzzer. <laughs> so tie game. We're not about to do overtime right. for a game that don't count. So we just do like a little shoot off and we end up winning it that way. Dope, so, dope, dope. We are three and three, and we got our last game today against a team that's four and two. So it should be a good, should be a nice little battle. How how the legs feeling? How you feeling? Oh, yeah. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. My, uh, I told you I hurt my toe. My toenail black as fuck. Like, mm. my big toe black. Wait, no. Was it the toe? I thought it was the knee. Right. That yeah. was the first week. <laughs> it started at the shoulder, so it's been, yeah. it's been shoulders, knees, and toes. I have been hurt more in this past year than I've ever had in my life. No injuries throughout my high school, young in career, nothing. This you past year. You the toe. Yeah. But uh, welcome to life after thirty, bro. Yeah, man, yeah. it's coming. But shit, I had a uh, DJ gig too, man. My actually my highest paying gig. Nice, nice. Um, Congrats. Yesterday it was pretty dope. Shout outs to Ashley because Ashley's hooked me up with a couple of gigs, and she said that she actually has a couple more for me. So nice. big shout outs to her. Um, tired, bro. Gig lasted. I think I got there around one one thirty. That shit didn't end till eleven. Hmm. And the thing is, it could have ended at like 9, 9.30. And you kept the party going. <laughs> you kept the party going. I was low-key trying to sl- play slow jams so niggas <laughs> leave, bro. 
But nah, man, it was only like at at nine o'clock. It was probably only ten people still there dancing. Everybody else, all the hundreds of people, is gone. So you're thinking, yeah, okay, wrap, they're going to wrap it up here soon. I'm gonna get out of here early. Put on the vibes when I start playing some, you know, some Garth Brooks or some. <laughs> I start slowing them down. We're gonna take it back. We're gonna start cleaning it up. I'm cleaning it up. Yeah. No, no alley oop music. No, you know what I'm saying. So Everything you can is, line it up for somebody. Nah. Go play some Garth Brooks. I mean, depending on what kind of event I'm at, I'll start. I start slowing it down. Down. <laughs> like if it's a if it's a country event, I'm gonna start slow country in it. If it's a black event, I'm gonna start slow R and B in it. But we are gonna start tearing the lights down. We are gonna start unplugging shit like everybody else. <laughs> I'm gonna be the last one. As you should. They was not trying to leave. Yeah, I, they, I, I know how that go though. They want you to the last second. They literally was trying to get their money's worth. And then, like, so at 9 o'clock, I'm thinking, I might get out of here at 10. I'm playing songs. They still dancing. They're still requesting music. It hits 10 o'clock. I'm like, all right, she'll be wrapping it up soon. I hear the groom say, we got a whole other hour. (laughs) (laughs) God, yeah, yeah. But, nah, it was cool. They they gave me a tip, too, at the end, which is always, always good. Wasn't expecting it. Um, So, nah, it was it was. Pretty good week, but I was tired. Tired. Dope, dope. dope. Good luck today at the hoop court, brother. Yeah. Yes. Stretch. <laughs> Make sure you don't That's go out, don't go out there and just hop in the layup line. You might want to get a lap in. That's facts. Killer, what's up? So shit, we was uh last time we did this, I was in mid trip. I was in Kansas City, but uh I wrapped up that trip. Um, went to Kansas City for my wife's grandmother's eightieth. Um, took my middle my second and third child, my oldest had high school obligations and competitions, and so she had didn't really want to miss that. So um, we finished up that, went to St. Louis, did a St. Louis arch on the way home. And then other than that, it was a good week of just, um, I had some bookings. Um, I booked a seven-hour uh, graduation party that's going to involve a dinner and a party. And I'm getting to the age now, I guess, where... I'm partying for like the person, like the the graduate mm. used to work for me at Edible. Okay. So I got a relationship with him and I met him at Edible. The mother that is booking me is a few years older than me. And she has been on the killer Kev ride of all the events I've done over the years. So when she when he told her who he wanted to DJ and she knew who I was talking who it was, and the booking process, she hit me with the I've been to some of the ratchet events. I've been to some of the classic <laughs> events, and you always do your thing. So we, we definitely want to have you. So that always feels good in the booking process when you've serviced, you know, both generations, and and uh, both people still rock with you. So had a had a few bookings. Um, I booked that, and I booked another uh, wedding that's going to happen in uh, I think September. Uh, some good friends of mine that has party with me from like the therapy cafe days. Ooh, good times. So uh, that uh, that's always a good feeling when they want to. They want to take it back to that. Um, other than that, though, Edible was solid. Um, my my children, um, I got to shout out my kids. Uh, my oldest two, Camille and Carmen, are now Rowers, which is an affiliate of Sigma Gamma Row. It's like the, their youth in, uh, involvement. So they have uh, been doing some meetings and going to mentorship type things and now have gotten inducted into this nice. affiliation. So we had their uh, induction yesterday. That was really dope. You gonna teach them some steps? All of that. They already got one. They got, they, they got their own little hand sign. They got their own little chant. You know how like I ain't trying to be disrespectful now. Oh, don't come for me. <laughs> Please don't come for me. But you know how like the alphas do like the one nine oh six, right? 
they got their one nine three nine. So they one nine three nine. Like they they out there really, you know, banging doing, on wax. Yeah, doing their thing. <laughs> they got their own little stroll and everything. But it was just dope to see them involved with that. My wife's involvement with SG Row to see that all connect with our family was super dope. So had a good event with that. And um, other than that, it was solid week. Dope, dope. How I ain't do you, shit. Kid? Nothing. I ain't do shit. You, I ain't do you shit got the bye week this week. Mm. <laughs> I ain't do shit but work. Uh, I told you guys we getting ready for. Uh, yeah. Is that yours or mine? Yeah, that's your chair. Uh, no, I told you guys we got a St. Patrick's Day event coming up with uh, the station. So really, just trying to get that situated. You know, earlier in the week we had a day that was like seventy degrees. Yeah, and that was the same day that we went over to the venue to you know, do some video and just talk to the venue, just lay everything out, get some maps going and everything like that. And basically everybody had the same thought process. Like, man, if we get a weather day like today on St. Patrick's Day, we're going to get a great crowd. Mm -hmm. But it being Ohio, you have no idea. It could rain like it did on Friday. It It could be super windy like it was on Thursday. It could be decent like it's going to be today. You just never know. Mm -hmm. We're really all dependent on the weather. So, Really just trying to do our part to promote the event and, you know, try to do something new for the radio station. That's really all I've been on, man, just trying to make sure this event goes off without a hitch. Real talk. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a big – we know I'm a big radio listener, so I've been hearing the promos and hearing everything that's going into it. So I'm going to try to slide by before my event and definitely show my support. Appreciate it. Another thing that I'm uh, trying to get involved with is the TikTok world. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, please take take the hit for me because I need somebody to, like – Dizzle used to be a TikToker, and, and my kids are. But I, I just don't want to learn. Like I don't have the energy to want to add that to my repertoire. It's like, the same. I'm cool with what I got. I'm cool I with just, Snap. I'm cool. With, I just, just upload the same videos. It's the same. Ain't no different. It is different. It's not different. You got. You can throw some music on there. You can throw some effect. You can chop and splice. The person that really got me on it now, uh, me and ryan drake we had you know we have our meetings or whatever about you know the direction of the station and things that we need to do that we don't do because we're so busy and everything like that he's like man we got to get on tiktok we got to get on tiktok my his son is in the ninth grade he wrestles for fairmont and uh he's like man he's been on me about tiktok yada 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 so he's been doing a lot of tiktoks lately he brought his hoverboard to the station. I saw the race. Uh, he did the race around. <laughs> it's in the building right now if y'all want to try it. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Okay. okay. We will be filming. A hoverboard? Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. Like the, the little two feet? Yeah. Is it charged up? Because I've seen up, niggas to go. doing it and it died on them. And <laughs> they go flying. Nigga almost hit the wall several times. You? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning. So that and then another big thing that I did this week, I had a meeting with Raising Canes. So I'm going to be endorsing Raising Canes. Over the summer, so I had a meeting with those good folks over there. Got some good gift cards, so appreciate hey. them. Hold me down for lunch for a couple days. Nice. I saw you got a big box. Yeah. So, 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 so that's like one of on, my first on. TikToks. Fast in November is, is out the window when it comes to free gift cards, huh? Oh, uh, no, when it's free. <laughs> when it's free, we eat. You know what I mean? I saw the big box. I'm thinking you got a big box of tenders. <laughs> so it wasn't the chicken in the box. No, it was a couple gift cards in there, some hats, uh, T-shirts, some koozies, just a whole bunch of random stuff actually i got a cool ass cut out of snoop so i'm at the restaurant they had a cut out of nelly uh dude machete mm-hmm. um snoop and it's like you want one i was like oh no i'm good man this is for your restaurant you know it's all good it's like nah i can get another one take it snoop's yours <laughs> so we got snoop in the studio man That's so dope. I saw the Go care ahead. package open, and I always look at it from, like, the shoe aspect. I always think when somebody opening a care package, like like Khaled, like, I'm about to show y'all these fresh J's. I'm like, 
damn, they about to lay Kev out with something nice. And it was mm-hmm. nice. Don't get me wrong. But I just, in my mind, I was like, what? Kev, I got some shoes? Like, what's Man, about to listen. Listen, <laughs> speaking of shoes, I won some shoes yesterday. Got them. <laughs> your facts. And I told myself, like, all right, I only bought what? I've only bought two pairs of shoes this year. No, three. I take that back. Only need two more this year. Only this year? need two more this year. <laughs> you know it's March 5th, right? <laughs> Only need two more this year. And one of them is not even guaranteed to come out. Those are the Olive Nines. But I need, I got to have, so I'm going to need the assistance of my podcast brothers for these Travis Scott Lowe's. So I'll keep y'all posted when these Travis Scott Lowe's come out. I'm going to need y'all assistance, Gotta have man. them. Gotta have them. I need them the, in my get life. Your, get your bot going. Man, you know how much a bot is? Mm-mm. A bot is like at least 800 and that don't even guarantee you getting a shoe. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's a lot to go into a bot, man. I, I'll be a bot for you for 450 <laughs> <laughs> But I got a shout-out, like you did, DJ OPZ. I've been meaning to bring this to the podcast for a while, man. He sent us a Happy New Year gift. So we got gift cards from the brother DJ OPZ. Oh, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, One shit. For you. I'm going there right after One I leave here. Appreciate it. Because I am hungry. No doubt, no doubt. With the letter, Kevin Killer. Dizzle, just a happy new year gift from your bro here in Columbus. Thanks for, for being the great guys that you are and consistent, informative, and funny. Keep doing what you love to do. I appreciate y'all. Love, OP. Hey. And we love you back, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you very, very appreciate much. Appreciate that, good brother. All right, man, let's jump into these topics. And we'll start with the lighter topics involving sports. So, XFL. Anybody watching the XFL? No. I forgot it was a thing until they was like, Showing highlights, and it's week four, week five, or some <laughs> shit. I be seeing the commercials, and I kind of see it a little bit on Sports Center, but that's the most I'm gonna give it. No, I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. All right, moving on. So wait, <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> this is the return of XFL because we've like seen the third or fourth try. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. Why though? Are we not football fans? Can we not bet on it? Like, yeah, you can bet yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's just I it don't ain't f- it. Like, so this is no shade. I promise. I just don't feel like, and that's what would happen. I don't feel like learning a new population of, of players that I got to be like, damn, do I want to bet on this game tonight? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to give it that, honestly, because I give so much to the four, five major sports we got anyway. I bet on golf every week. I bet on basketball every day. I bet on football <laughs> when, it's, when it's here. I dabbled into some college this year just because I'm available, because it's a, a part of it's available now. So, right. I just don't. I don't have the energy because I already come home to three. I mean, three kids and a wife. So it's, <laughs> yeah, three yeah, wives. Yeah, that would be jumping. <laughs> but uh, Utah, <laughs> right? Oh, maybe retirement. No. But uh, no, nah, I just don't have the energy for it. So shouts to it though, because I see some like some. Uh, I think I want to say Cody Latimer is. Yeah, it? I want to say he he from he from around here, and I've I seen some names that I recognize just from the, their journey in the football world. So. It's quality football. It got to be. And I know the excitement they bring is a different level. So it got to be fun. I just don't have the capacity for it, personally. Why wow, you ain't watching, bro? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch the NFL. To, to be honest, I didn't watch much of the NFL. So, And then there's another football league, right? Like yeah, USFL. Ameri- oh, what? I thought it was AAFL. Is that not a thing? African-American? No, that's not <laughs> African-American football oh, league. Yeah. No, no, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> What's it called? USFL? Yeah, USFL. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, like, yeah, for me, it's just, it's just like I don't ever think that professional spring football is really going to catch on with the masses. Like, 
to say if we had a team locally or in Columbus or whatever, yeah, I would go as a novelty. Like, oh, yeah, I went to a game to check it out, mm-hmm. to, you know, just something to do. But, like, hardcore, betting on it, locked in, like, oh, man, who's going to win whatever they call their Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Just not going to be like that, man. Exactly. Just, just not. Damn. So give it another year maybe? Oh, no, it's going to stick around because places or uh, ESPN needs programming. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can only watch so many bowling, wood chopping episodes. I mm-hmm. mean, we in this country love football. And the thing about the XFL and the USFL is they have a lot of guys that used to be stars in the college football ranks. Mm-hmm. And most of these teams are in, like, college football areas. So people that didn't make it in the NFL or they had a couple seasons in the NFL, they play in these other leagues and they're popular names in that area. So they'll have a fan base that's going to just watch it just because. But, like, I don't think it's going to just disappear and fall off the map, but it ain't going to get NFL ratings. That's why I would think you would like it more, though, because you are so about the college football. I am. I love and college football. I know football. you know 85% of those I, names. I, I, <laughs> uh, it was on in the background one day when I was cleaning up the house, and they were rattling off so-and-so, those are two so-and-so, so-and-so on the tackle. I knew like all Josh those Gordon, dudes. Josh Gordon in there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, A.J. McCarron. Yeah, that's the names. What's the, the, the punter name? The black punter? Uh, Nigga that uh, be dancing, King. He out the league. Yeah. Sean King. Is it no, Sean, Sean King <laughs> used to be a quarterback for Tampa Bay. What's his name? <laughs> it's something King no. though. Marquette King. At least he was Marquise. Black, right? Marquise. It's Marquette. Yeah. Ain't no Marquette. No, nah, I got it's... a little more negative <laughs> to it. Marquise, I think it is. But so, yeah, he used to punt for the Raiders. Yeah. So I mean, it's quality football. <laughs> Shout out, out to them. Shout out to keep keep chasing your dreams, players. All right, NBA time, man. LaMelo Ball going to miss the rest of the season with a fractured ankle. That looked bad because he like didn't roll it on somebody else's foot. He was just right. at the top of the key, and then my ankle broke. Right. Them Ball brothers, bro. Man. Lonzo career looking like it might be done. Mm-hmm. He can't walk. <laughs> he said he feels pain every day just yeah, that's, doing regular activity. That's crazy. That's bad for business. Bad for business. Uh, And then... We got the Brooklyn Nets planning to shut down Ben Simmons for the rest of the regular season. I mean, the rest of their season because they're not going to make the playoffs. Ben getting that check, boy. I don't, I don't even know what to say about Ben Simmons, man. It's, it looks like a case of somebody that just don't want to play basketball no more, man. Honestly. Because they saying that he went out for what? Uh, it was like a leg injury mm-hmm. initially. And then now he's saying his back is hurting again. And it just it don't look he don't look like he want to play. Right. He don't look like he want to play. Brooklyn ain't the ain't the town for him. Like mm-hmm. uh, I can't even see a team that's willing to even pick him up with all the shit that he got going on. So. Yeah, it's a real crazy situation because you look at Ben Simmons and you look at his career. So he comes from Australia. His dad used to play professional basketball. He comes to the United States, plays at one of those academy schools down in Florida. Goes to LSU. Averages a double-double LSU, like 19 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. You know, he definitely should be the number one pick. He was – he's a baller. Mm-hmm. So, four, first four seasons in the NBA, everything's fine. He's an all-star. The uh, next LeBron. The next LeBron. He's an all-defensive caliber player. He's playing good basketball, yada, yada, yada. And then just something happens. Mm-hmm. Something happens. We just don't know what it is. Uh, I equate it to something that you know about, Killer, because you're a 
baseball guy and a golf guy, got the yips. Mm-hmm. He got the yips, mm-hmm. and he can't shake the yips. Look, it looks like he forgot how to play basketball. Yeah. That's this is the first guy I've ever seen forget how to play basketball. I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine. I was like, Nick Anderson, remember in the finals when they played against the Heat, he missed four free throws in a row, mm-hmm. and they end up losing that series, and they end up getting swept by the Rockets. He was like a 78% free throw shooter. After he missed those four free throws, he never made it above 55% again. But he could still play basketball. It was just like something mentally at the free throw line where he couldn't get over. Yeah. With Ben Simmons, it just seems like I can't do shit right. Like, I can't play defense no more. Outside I can't rebound no rim. more. Like, if I'm not dunking it, I can't do anything right anymore, man. So, it's something. Is it mentally? Is it he never really loved the game of basketball? It, he's just completely checked out. I think he's so tired of it. Like, just tired of that being his life. That's what it looked like. It looked like he's tired of basketball because he don't want to do – he struggles to to put the ball back up and use 16. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like that don't make no sense to me. Like, yeah. But at this point, he's super rich. So then that's do the he thing gotta too. Gotta do it. That's the <laughs> thing too. What's the what's keeping him from having to do it? Yeah. He can just. Oh, I can just be hurt again. Bet. Go Who would have thought Markel Fultz would have a better season? And he had to be the yip yips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is bad, man. This is bad because there's always going to be a segment of the population that's gonna whenever. Uh, athlete says they having mental health issues. They're gonna point at a Ben Simmons or whomever, like, oh, he lying, he faking. But how can you say those people are wrong when you look at Ben Simmons and be like, well, wait a minute, there's obviously something wrong because we got data from four years mm-hmm. that says he's a good basketball player, and now we have this two or three year sample size of he's not a good basketball player. Right? Something's wrong. We now saw it's really time. up. It's really up to him to seek the help if he really wants to play basketball again. Mm-hmm. And that would be my question for him. Is like, do you love playing basketball? Is this something you want to do? If it's not something you want to do, then you need to exit stage left because this ain't going to cause you nothing but more pain and grief because is the check really worth it? Right. Because you're not playing. And all you're doing is you're tarnishing not- your legacy, quote-unquote, and messing up your mental health e- even more if that's really the case. And you're not living outside of basketball. Right. Because if you was living, we'd be seeing you every post, TMZ, Ben Simmons having a good time here, but they ain't showing up on the court. You know? Right. Like, so we, you're not doing that. Like, this has got to be tough. Or if it was all about the money, you've collected said money, exit stage left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. So either way, man, you got to figure out what you want to do with yourself, man, because like you said, man, I don't think any team's going to pick him up now. I mean, no, it's with, over. With that contract, yikes. LeBron James expected to miss a lot of time with that foot injury. Is it over for the Los Angeles Lakers? Depending I'm talking how... to Dizzle. I know. I was. I saw, I saw you looking <laughs> at me. I'm dying trying to make eye contact. <laughs> how you feeling, Dizzle? We'll let you start this one off. I've, I've, I, I still watch the games. And Anthony Davis, bro. He ain't it. It's How did this go from LeBron to Anthony Davis? But continue. Because LeBron is old. It should have never been about LeBron. It's always about Anthony, Anthony Davis is going to take us there. If he, if Anthony Davis ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing, we never had a shot. If LeBron even is healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, while LeBron is out, they should be able to make the play in. <laughs> they should. They should. If Anthony Davis is a top, what? At this point, what, top 15? Top 15. They lost to the Timberwolves, bro. Yeah, yeah, top 15 player. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. 
They lost to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves don't even got Carl Anthony Towns. You're telling me, Anthony Davis, you can't you can't take him over the top? Right. Like, y'all losing the teams that y'all should have been beating. Y'all still got, a, y'all got the easiest schedule remaining. Y'all should be able to make y'all way in the top 10. How long LeBron will be out? They're talking about three weeks yeah. to get reevaluated. It's over. I, I saw the video where he said, I, I heard it pop. He grabbed his foot. I heard it pop. I was like, oh. Look, man, this is what happens when dudes get older. It's yeah, just man. as simple as that, man. Yeah. Outside of the bubble year, and I'm not trying to hate on the bubble championship, but outside of that season, he's been hurt, and that's what happens to people that's 30-plus years old. Mm-hmm. As Dizzle is knowing now, yes. his basketball career. One thing <laughs> lead to another. Right? They keep piling up. I forgot the stat. It was like his first, what, 15 seasons. He only missed 80-something games, or even maybe even less than that. And then the last five seasons or whatever over a hundred it was it was something crazy yeah. but i mean by the time never lose anthony davis got to step up you a top player and he's a top player because he can drop 28 and 10 in his sleep we need this nigga to be doing what he was doing earlier in the season yeah he was mvp he shows it and then he don't that's that's the part that drive me crazy yeah they'll be watching they will Gone fishing, ain't that what they call it on TNT? <laughs> man. Oh man, one, two, three, Cancun. Uh, <laughs> this came through from the college basketball realm. Antoine Davis plays for Detroit Mercy, plays in the Horizon League, same conference that Wright State plays in. He is three points short of Pistol Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record in college basketball. Now, the reason this stat is crazy is this is no disrespect to Antoine Davis, but he is playing in uh, way more games. So. Uh, Pistol Pete played in 83 college basketball games, has 3,667 uh, 3, points. Antoine Davis, 3,663 points. Pistol Pete, zero three-pointers made because they didn't have a three-point line. Mm-hmm. Antoine Davis, 588 three-pointers made. It's crazy. Much respect. To Antoine Davis. Yeah. And this is kind of like what I was talking about with the LeBron thing and Kareem. Mm-hmm. We getting a chance to see the crazy-ass numbers that Pistol Pete put up in with his heyday versus what Antoine Davis is doing, man. So salute to both of them. They're saying that Detroit Mercy is going to play in a postseason tournament. Things called like the CBI tournament. Kind of like, hey, man, we bought the witness history, so let's put them in there because he's only three points away from tying it, four points away from breaking it. Do y'all think they should put him in there so he can break it? Or do y'all think, nah, man, you had your chance. No, nah, they lost. You had multiple chances. Like, you you had an extra year of eligibility. Pistol Pete only played three years in college. You were playing five years. You had your chance. Get up out the paint. If you want an individual stats, go play tennis and golf. Mm. <laughs> it's a team sport. We ain't, mm. we ain't out here to uh, pad these stats, in my opinion. Like, y'all had a season worth of games. Y'all was a, a mediocre team in, in, in a conference that's not a powerful. Watch the disrespect for the Raiders. Hey, I've been wa- <laughs> hey, they want me some money this year. I'm, I'm rooting for the Raiders. But just, I don't like the individualness of team sports, like, in, in that capacity. No, I agree. I mean, so they're they're basically adding on a game for them. They're going to make it like, it's, oh. So it's the, it's the NCAA tournament where you play for the championship you have your nit and then there's this other tournament there's like third tier tournament called like the cbi tournament um so they're saying like well shoot the cbi obviously if you have a a performance like this 
in your tournament, you're going to get more eyeballs oh, yeah. in your tournament. So it's kind of like twofold. Like, hey, man, we're going to have a record breaker in our tournament. We need more eyeballs on this. Why not? And this is something pretty cool. I don't have a big problem with it. I so, say do it. So what if they qualified? I'm just throwing the scenario mm-hmm. out there. What if they I'm sorry, what if they throw them in there, but a team like a Rice State or someone had a better chance or should be in that spot and didn't get it? Get a record breaker on your team. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what I say. Hey yeah. man, if you if we recruited this dude to Rice State and he was doing this, I bet you everybody in this town be like, yeah, man, put him in there. I yeah. have absolutely no problem with it. But I'm just blown away that Pistol Pete. Averaged 44 points a game. That's nuts. He was playing against plumbers, my guy. Oh, God. Here he goes. No three-pointers, and he was launching from three-point land. And this is all three years. Three years, and this dude played twice as many seasons, still couldn't break his record. Yeah. We got uh, Demetrius tuned in. Shout out to everybody tuned in on Facebook Live. He said, no, it shouldn't count. They They should not add another game just for him to break the record. Speaking of padding stats, Kendrick Perkins has accused the Joker of padding stats in the NBA. I would disagree with that. It's, it's as simple as they're winning games. Uh, the stat is like every time he has a triple-double, they win. So mm-hmm. what what is what are we talking about here? Russell Westbrook was doing it, and they was uh, claiming he was padding stats, but they was, what, like 60? Like he wasn't really top of the West you know, mm-hmm. or top of the league. So... I don't think he's past stats. And then you can look at his uh, efficiency rating. Right. Like, the nigga's breaking records in terms of how efficient he is, in terms of scoring, turnovers. Like, he's doing it all. I don't know. It's a little hate. I think it's a little hate from Kendrick. He padding stats. Padding stats. You think so? Absolutely. LeBron was padding the stats when he was trying to break Kareem's record. A guy we about to talk about in a couple seconds was padding stats. They all padding stats. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I ain't got no problem with it. Because guess <laughs> what? If you're padding stats, you still have to make shot. You still have to make pass. You still have to get steals. You have to get the rebound. Like, it ain't like Cats is out here not playing basketball. You right. still got to go out there and make the accomplishment happen. I have absolutely no problem with dudes, quote-unquote, padding stats. It's not like Cats out here doing the Ricky Davis. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Ricky Davis mm-hmm. went on the wrong side of the hoop, missed the layup, and got the rebound. Like, it's not they're doing that. They're actually making these accomplishments happen. So if Joker truly is padding his stats, keep doing it. Yeah. Stop him. That's what I say. Exactly. If you can't stop him, shut up. Yeah, because he he out there, he he's not the most athletic looking person, but he puts the numbers up. So if you ain't out there to be like, hey, this week we played him on Thursday, I'm going to stop that motherfucker. And he, you don't? Yeah. Hey, that's all y'all. Yeah. Yeah. What, like he said, if he pads stats, so be it. Because I be betting on him. <laughs> I, be, I be putting that triple double oh, and a to. win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I parlay that real quick. Exactly. Uh, a guy that I'm a huge fan of, Dame, dropped 71 last week. He was out there padding stats because after he hit the 71, he tried to hit his 14th three that would have passed Clay Thompson's record. They were up 10 at the point. So that's technically yeah. padding stats. If he'd have made the shot, he missed. They pulled him out the game, yada, yada, yada. Game over. He had 71 points. Hell of a performance from Dane. But he was piss-test the very next day. Crazy. And Donovan Mitchell was piss-test the next day after he dropped 71. Conspiracy theory? Yeah, because uh, 
Did Luca get pissed off when he dropped the 55, 20? And I don't one? know. Mm, I don't know. Because I like 50- where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. C-O-N-spiracy. Luca done had some big games this year, too, now. I don't hear him talking about immediately getting pissed test, so. That's funny. I'm kind of on Dizzle's side on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. The real reason we talking NBA and sports, one Ja Morant. Mm. The floor is yours, DJ Killer Kev. Give us the update on Ja Morant. Ja Morant, man, has been accused, allegedly, beating up a 17-year-old boy and pointing a gun at him. Ding! And then uh, the teenager told detectives uh, from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office that after the fight, Morant went into the house and reemerged with a gun visible in his waistband of his pants and his hand on the weapon, according to the police interviews obtained by the Post, which have not previously been reported. Mm. Mm. Ain't mm. John the Burbs, man. <laughs> Why do people got to be, I don't, I don't get the, I got money, I got to be a dog, I got to roll with this crowd. I, I mean, I guess I'm just 40 and I was 21 before, 22, 23, however Ja is. but He'll be 24 in August. But man, you got to be, I mean, this ain't the first Ja Morant hiccup in the in the armor just this year. It's been a couple of little little darts thrown at him where he's been supposedly engaging in activities that you would not expect a superstar of his caliber to be engaging in. So yeah, and then you go to the situation that happened in Indiana, allegedly guns pointed at buses with mm-hmm. laser scopes. <laughs> <laughs> like what's happening? And man? then the situation on IG Live, Dizzle. Yeah, um, yeah, he's doing the most, man. So he's on IG Live, I guess at the club, uh, having a good time. <laughs> and decide he just want to show show his gun uh, for uh, one second. So that one second of him, you know, showing what he packing, pause, <laughs> showing what he, you know, showing his gun, um, led to, what is it, an indefinite suspension or is it two, two games? Two, two games. Game. Okay. I have um, a few different thoughts on this. One, he goofy. Let's start there. Let's start there. You a max player trying to, I guess this is the image that he wants to have, is some uh, like a tough guy, uh, a street street cred type of dude. Like that's, that's the image he wants to have. He got the big gold fronts. You know what I'm saying? Rapper lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I just Googled it. He makes $147,798 per game. Mm. 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 So that one second of showing your gun on the live cost you a smooth 300 mm. 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 Another part of me is thinking, why did he get suspended? Like, is did he break a rule? Is You can't. Show weapons on live? Is that a I think it's why more are you suspended? Of a, it's more of an image thing. It's more of a yeah. We are you are under contract to be a part of this Con- team. Contract and, uh conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah. They always use that good phrase. Yeah. Okay. I don't you know. You don't think you should have been suspended? Uh contra what conduct detrimental to the team. What did he do? He didn't hurt nobody. This is three times. This is he didn't three. Get sus- this is this is with baseball three strikes you're out. Yeah, he this had, is the third time that, that he's weapons, involved with weapons. something with guns. Yeah, yeah, and we got a comment. Um, I saw, I saw this report as well that he uh, tried to fight a finish line employee um, at the mall. Showed up with his goons and was 
quote unquote threatening. Allegedly. Allegedly. So um that's all detrimental to a uh, an image of these kids wanting your autograph and we want to have these kids come to our arena and, and be happy to see you and that's all detrimental to that image. All right. So I'll ask this. <laughs> you always defending us. You know, to, if this is to... this is great because knock on wood, if you or I ever do something very, very dumb, <laughs> we know, know Dizzle yeah. is gonna have our back. For so sure. thank you. I just be trying to look at it from different angles. So if, Come on, digger. <laughs> if Chandler Parsons was out hunting ducks and had his guns on Instagram with all the dead ducks. He gonna get suspended for that? Nah, cause the duck wouldn't have went to the sheriff county to talk about it with an interview about how. Dizzle, this is not a white or black thing. <laughs> this is not a white or black thing. This is dumb. Just pure dumb. Yeah. Like Nick, I do we, think it's dumb. He shouldn't have done it. He's stupid, and he shouldn't have done it. I just don't understand why he got suspended. So what should be done? Well, how would you punish him if you're uh, Adam Silver? Another conversation. <laughs> Hey, man, heard you beat up a 17-year-old. Don't do that. Allegedly. Hey, man. He was, defend- he was defending himself. Hey, allegedly, there's laser guns in your car pointed at buses. Don't do that again. Hey, you're inside of a nightclub with a snub nose. Hey, hey, <laughs> Don't do that again, Ja. Hey, no, it's, man. It's, Sit it's, your ass down, bro. It's March 5th, and all that's happened in 2023. <laughs> you allegedly was at the Dayton Mall fighting folks at the finish line. Like... <laughs> Man, Ja, come on, man. It it is it is dumb. It is immaturity mm-hmm. to the maximum level. I don't know his upbringing. Everybody sees a picture of him floating around, sitting <laughs> in the 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 chair with his mom, dad, and sister, cheesing ear to ear. Everybody <laughs> dressed up with a family photo. And you know what? I'm not a parent. You guys are. You're soon to be a parent. You're a parent. This is the problem for people like a our age or whatever that I won't say grew up in the struggle, but just like, all right, man, we kind of know what the streets are about or whatever. We want our kids to have absolutely nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. And they become sheltered. And then in Josh's case, he gets his money. And now, now you want to dabble in this world. Why? His parents worked hard to keep him away from that element. His dad is a business owner. His dad owns multiple barbershops. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen the videos of him, uh, working out with his dad. His dad built a full-court basketball court at their house for him and his sister to keep them away from other places. Mm-hmm. Like, they bust their ass to provide, and now you want to have guns, like, at the club, inside the club, and show it off on IG. Like, and the stupidity of thinking, like, yeah, I'm going to show a gun on Instagram Live and I have a million-plus followers, and you really don't think somebody's going to screenshot that? Yeah. You should be suspended just for that, for being that stupid. Yeah. Just for thinking that you go get that off and no one's ever going to, like, have a problem with it. Yeah. It was unne- very unnecessary, and it was literally a second. That second was not worth it, and not, like, well, I don't know. I don't know. He did come out with a statement, though. Um, I take full responsibility for my actions last night. Sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, cities of the Memphis, and the entire Grizzlies organization for letting you down. Going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Copy and paste. Somebody sent him that. <laughs> we gonna see, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for Ja. I know I said uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I, I liked them maybe a couple years ago, but they they 
they getting closer to my hate list, man. Goons. <laughs> Goons. You can be a goon on a basketball court. Don't be a goon in real life, man. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's levels to this, man. You a multimillionaire. You got a shoe coming out with Nike that's going to sell like hotcakes. Like Kyrie's was like the hottest shelling shoe out there. Every high school basketball team had the Kyrie's. Kyrie had a situation with Nike. He's no longer the guy. Now they're pushing you to be the guy. Your shoe is going to be that shoe. Mm-hmm. You're going to be that guy. Everybody loves to watch you play basketball. Get it together, bro. Get it together. Please, yeah. we beg of you. All right, TV time. Yeah, Shouts man. out to Zendaya. She renegotiated her contract. She's getting a million dollars per episode for the new season of Euphoria. I know, Killer, you didn't watch Euphoria. Dizzle, you got me hip to Euphoria. Very good show. She's walked away with Emmys for this show. Mm-hmm. Not really a conversation. Just salute to her for getting that bag. Should yes. I watch the show? You won't like it. You got teenage daughters. Thank you. I'm not watching it, dude. <laughs> You got Shasta's teenage daughters. Zendaya. You got a high school daughter and another daughter about to be in high school. You, we was talking about guns with Ja. You yeah. will have your gun out at that high school. Except Daily. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford to lose 300K. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris Rock, did y'all watch the live special on Netflix last night? Hell yeah. I forgot about it. Me too. I forgot. I had it in my mind all day. Me and the wife was talking about, yeah, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. And then we started doing something else. And it totally slipped my mind until this morning. So I saw some of the, some of the highlights online this morning, man. So I he, fell asleep on it. But I did. Well, I did. I, forget, I thought it was an 8 o'clock situation. It was a 9.30 pre-show, 10 o'clock start. Okay. Um, so I watched probably till about 10.30 and then finished it up this morning. But um, y'all must watch it. It is. It is y'all going to hear about it all day long. Um he went in on everybody. Um, Damn, I should have watched. Didn't, <laughs> didn't leave no names out. Um, just whatever he wanted to talk about. He didn't like sugarcoat it with the third person talk. He directly spoke to them. You know what I'm saying? He uh, went pop, started naming names. One one thing I'll say I was funny. I'll just say this: it won't ruin anything. He said, "I want to fuck Doja Cat." So, <laughs> so he, he, he was being that direct with all his statements, but, minus the eyebrows. But the last, uh, I want to say, nine minutes. Was uh, directly at the at the situation that everybody wanted to hear him talk about. He directly addressed it with uh, a way that only he could. I watched those last ten minutes three times this morning because wow. it was that good, and I wanted to, in case y'all watched, to be able to talk about it. Oh, I I will have it watched by the next pod for and sure. It, that is on my list. It is uh, it is definitely solid solid work by Mr. Chris Julius Rock. You think uh, Netflix gonna keep doing the live shows? Hell yeah! So it worked. That was my concern too, because that was their first attempt at something like that. And they had the pre-show in L.A. and then the Chris Rock show. I want to say it was in Baltimore, um, but they it, it worked well with no hiccups. Who were some of the openers? Um, they had Leslie Jones on there. They had um, I saw D. Ray. Just people that was like involved in in kind of the Chris Rock journey over the years. Mm-hmm. Whether it be he helped them get started or um, a lot of people were sharing those stories but it was mostly just a lot of a lot of video tributes they did like a <laughs> the dude that was hosting i don't know the guy's name it was an asian comic but after one of the video tributes he said well we hope, hope he doesn't die tonight but if he does the video's done because like mm-hmm. that's what it felt like it felt like everybody was giving him like he's gone and giving his flowers but it was dope how they did it but it was a lot of just tributes you would know this has chris Tony and Jordan ever done a show together? They have done, yes, they have. They have done, like, I know one year at Tony's birthday in L.A., 
um, Tony would host uh, at the Laugh Factory. He would have a comedy night, mm-hmm. and he had a night where Chrissy or Chris, they they call him Chrissy. Uh, <laughs> they he did a set, and that kind of like blew the roof off. And Jordan opened up that like kind of like that night. So it was uh, uh, Tony was hosting. Mm-hmm. He brings all his friends. One year, Dave Chappelle came and did some stuff. Trevor Hart came and did some stuff. D Ray, big name people, Jay, uh, Jay Phillips. Tony Roberts, everybody. Um, but it's just a, a celebration of Tony and who he is, and he's real. If y'all know Tony, mm-hmm. he's cool with everybody. So it, it, it's that everybody comes. So it, they had, like, sets, not a full-blown, like, show, though. Man, that tour would be crazy. Yeah, I, I do know I do know this. The conversation was had prior to Charlie Murphy's passing of the Murphys and the Rocks hitting the road, and that would have been fucking amazing. So Wow. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah. All right, man. Snowfall. No, no, no. Let's save Snowfall because let's start with start with the comedy first. The comedy which we all know as BMF. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to start this one off. I had a bet with y'all all year. We was gonna oh. get some la la tits. Kev had a, a valid point of the high school son not wanting to have his have his uh you know mm-hmm. friends and people you know how that age bracket can be yeah man but uh I saw full cheeks and full side tit again yeah I'm counting two of those as a win come on bro that is exactly what I said we were gonna get <laughs> man, we did not get this was what we got more. on this power little, this was a true but this this was on a little power more. we got full yeah. <laughs> full milk bladders bro <laughs> <laughs> episode name <laughs> 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 No, you're right, you're right, but I, I, every time it comes on, my wife sees the excitement in me, and it, 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 it's not for the like what's happening. It's for this moment. Like, I, I want, I, I want the la la tits to happen, but that's funny. I'll take the full cheeks. It was yeah. great. I was, I thought about you when it came on. I'm like, Killer was right. He was, he was at least we got full cheeks. Yeah, definitely got I, them cheeks. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, what do we think of this? latest episode of the comedy show called BMF. I actually like this one probably one of my favorite episodes and it wasn't for the things that I like the show to be. Like it was just how they told kind of fucked up Charles getting caught you know. Damn. He, he finally he finally losing his grip on his sloppy situation. Um, and then I kind of like the story of where Meech and them are with trying to get back to the dope. They're trying to get back to what they want to be. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, Lamar and everything that's going on with him and almost getting God and, and still out there causing ruckus. I just like the where they at in the show, but I the, I like the show for the bang bang for the shoot 'em up for the tie 'em up. So we saw the nasty cops get into it. That was the nudity scene that we got <laughs> as well. Um, but uh, I like where the show is. I like it. Nah, I, I fuck with it, man. What was it? Cheating ass Charles. Cheating ass Charles. Nigga couldn't get his groove with the vibrating bed. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can't find my rhythm. <laughs> Shawty was disappointed, bro. Yeah. I, I'm, I was sad for my man, bro. Her um, name is Mabel. Do y'all know any Mabels? Y'all ever met a Mabel? I have. <laughs> my, my white great-grandmother, first name is Mabel. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? She Mabel. Died, she died when I, at 90, literally 99 years old and passed when I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I mean, but that that speaks that's, volumes. That's the of, only Mabel I've ever heard of, of, my of life. the name Mabel. Like, we're not gonna meet any, you know, twenty five year old Mabels, are we? <laughs> and you know, the thing about it, I, I always have this conversation with the wife about people's names, and names are kind of like generational. But like names like Michael, 
Kevin. Yeah. Like, these are like Jason. These are names that kind of like stand the test of time. Like, I'm not sure if we're going to get a, a run. Like, no, I take that back. We get a run on certain type of names. Like, I'm sure we're like, what? Like, Louise. You hear a yeah. lot of Louise middle names. Erling. Erling. I'm just playing. <laughs> I was just joking. Come on. That's out there with the Mabel. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Who's out there with the Mabels? Like, what's what's a what's a popular name? Well, you're you have kids in school. What's popular a popular name. name amongst the 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 thirteen to sixteen year olds? Jasmine. I was about to say Jasmine. I really was Jasmine. Um, Jasmine had a hell of a run. I know people the name Jasmine that I went to high school. Everybody's with. saucy now. I mean, you got you got Tiana's. You got you got all kinds. The of Anna's just, up forever. Mm-hmm. The Anna's yeah, up forever, yeah, dog. You got all kinds of just. The, the names that you see, because uh, my my first grader, she has a passion for being the person that, like, provides for the class. So well, no matter what it is, it could be Valentine's candy. She'll tell my mom and get enough to where she can make every single person they they think. But then she want to do that also, like, tomorrow, just because it's Monday and want to brighten everybody's spirits. So she's always hustling the teacher to get a name of her classmate. She mm-hmm. brings that home, and that's her drawing time she making these cards but these names she'd be like well what name is this and i'd be like desariah you know like, <laughs> like it's, i mean it's, it's some names that's out there so it's 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 a multitude it ain't like the like you said the more common names are more uncommon now yeah i don't i don't see a lot of the elizabeth or like Susie's or like just names that kind of were just randomly you thought was common among certain people no it's they got names too I had a friend uh, that I went to elementary, middle school, and high school with. In elementary school and middle school, she went by her middle name. Middle name was something, you know, mm-hmm. very basic. And then when she got to high school, she started going by her first name, which was a lot of A's, a lot of U's, mm-hmm. a lot of Z's. It was just something, like, off the wall. She was, And it was just like, she was really basically embracing her name. She's like, you know, I'm I'm sick of hiding what my name is. And I and that always stuck with me. And I kind of get that vibe when the NFL draft comes around, when we have a lot of people from foreign countries mm-hmm. and things of that nature, and we butcher their names like Giannis. Like, I can't even say the last name. Still ain't been in the league for like eight years. Right. But I was watching an interview with him, and his last name is not even his last name. His last name is changed uh, to the Greek spelling as opposed to the African spelling because – of passport reasons. Yeah. And, you know, he had his passport to come to the United States to play basketball, so he has to use his Greek spelling of his name and pronunciation as opposed to his African pronunciation, which I think is like, I understand, yeah. but it's fucked up. And I think we as people, whatever people's names are, we should have the common courtesy enough to learn them. And I can't even say the man's last name my, without fucking it up. Sorry, not, not to get too deep because we live, but my wife had a running joke because her first, middle, and last name give off the fact that she's definitely black. <laughs> and then when she married me, her first name and last name give off like, hmm, what is this? Because she says that my last name, I'm mixed, like my mom's last name. So she just always had that running joke, like, I got more calls on interviews when I married you. <laughs> they, they didn't even call me back when I sent it in on my maiden name. you know. So that's our little running joke about names and people just having that kind of like, you 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 know what it is kind of thing. So. Definitely. All right, the show that we all love, Snowfall. Yeah, man. Shit is getting real. 
I mean, Leon out here living Nas's dream from Belly. He went to Africa. He went to the motherland. Lived it up, too. Lived it up. Uh, I mean, shoot, they spent uh, at least 20 minutes of the episode in Africa, which gives you a ton of backstory about where Leon has been, him and Wanda, where they've been, because the first two episodes was all in L.A. It was all Mm -hmm. about Franklin and everything that he's going on and almost kind of like put Leon on the back burner. But Leon back in L.A., went to the project, saw Big Dion, got niggas out here with the straps, it's crazy out here on Snowfall. Yeah. I like how uh, they showed us, like, the dude catching up Leon on everything he missed out on. Like, that scene where he was just telling him, yo, this dude was hit, hit mm-hmm. this dude up at the roller rink, and this nigga got shot, and then they Car bust wash. back. Yeah, yeah like, the, the, way they, the way they showed that was dope. Um, I feel like... Leon ain't gonna last too long because oh. he ain't got nobody to side with. You saw you uh Unk wasn't fucking with him. Oh man, Unk wasn't fucking with him at all. Eamon Joseph, who plays Unk, mm. he needs an award, man. Yeah, he's like solid. straight up, like all jokes aside, man. I know we joke about uh squabbles and all the famous lines that he has. But man, he be acting his ass. He puts off, you man. in that moment where you feel like you sitting right there in that bar, ear hustling. Like you said, oh shit, I'm about to go down. Like you know what I'm saying? He, he just he is a great actor. Yes. Yeah. I think though, I think that I think Leon might live. It, it all feels like he's it's setting him up to die. I think he lives. He making it back to Africa? I just think that he don't I don't I don't I don't think he gets involved in the shits. I, oh I, no. I guarantee. He coming back? I guarantee him and Big Dion. They're going to have it out. They're going to have it out. 100% they're going to have it out. Just because he like staying over there? He's staying over there. The vibe of the projects is totally changed from when he was running the projects. You know, it was obviously the project shits went on, but like dudes is out with the guns. Is They smoking crack in the house, fucking in the house, and playing video games. It's, it's, it's going down <laughs> like over there. And I think that Leon and Big Dion gonna have a major falling out. They gonna something gonna happen between them. Um, the thing that I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with Oso because he went with Teddy on one of those missions and lit up the uh, the Russians, mm-hmm. the KGB, and all that shit. I don't know if Oso gonna make it out this situation. See, I think the only way that Leon go back is if his girl get, get you know it take her out. Oh man. Then, then he gonna be mentally just spun. Wanda, 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 Wanda bought a gift for her grandma. Took it to the crib. She wouldn't even open the screen door. God Hell no. Nah. That's, that's what burning them bridges look like, kids. That's what when you burn a bridge, that's what it looks like. All right. So if there's one, you can only name one character that you can guarantee make it out safe on Snowfall. You can only pick one. Who would that character be? It's gonna be Franklin. He gonna he gonna be able to live to see all the mess he made. Great point. If I had to pick one person, I would pick Franklin's wife I to feel, survive. Yes, and you hate her. I hate her. That's why I think she'll make it through. <laughs> it's because she's gonna be. I still don't. The look in her eye. She has this look in her eye when she's in these scenes that just. Like, frankly, you don't see this look she's giving you. It just don't feel connected. It don't feel right. I feel like she's got another motive, another 
objective and her and her mama come from a sound like a long line of uh we fuck shit up and move on to the next. So they hustlers. Yeah, man. So hustlers I, for sure. She's the one I can see just surviving and it will just piss me off. Man, I I wanna say Leon. I wanna say Leon is the only one really that I think can make it out. But you bring up a good point about Franklin. Like that that would be poetic justice to see everything around him crumble and he lose everything and he's still alive and mm-hmm. don't have the money, don't have the family. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to ultimately end up very, very bad, man. But, I mean, the show the show is hitting the home run. Episode three? That was episode three that we just watched. And we only got ten? Yeah. We got seven left. And it's over? And it's, it's over. Oh, it's about to go down. They're doing a great job so far. I'm happy with the season. Um, I, I'm praying that it don't go left. I Uh-oh. can't take another. Whatever the last season was, I can't take another season of that. You don't, you don't want no Tigers? No tigers, no lions, nothing. <laughs> that was the bad part. That was the bad part. That I was, was actually having a conversation. Uh, I take that back. My dude sent me this clip of Bomani Jones, works for ESPN. He has a show on HBO, and somebody asked him what's better, The Wire or Snowfall, and he brought up a great point. It's like Snowfall is a good show, but the acting on Snowfall it is what makes it so great. Mm-hmm. And that's what really what made me think about Eamon Joseph and the way he portrays uh Uncle Jerome. And I mean, shoot, even um Franklin. Mm-hmm. Like he ain't from here. Right. <laughs> he, from, he, accent, from the, right? he from the UK. And you couldn't tell me he ain't from the eighties in LA. The mm-hmm. way he be using that slang, man. So the acting on Snowfall is top tier, man. All right. You had a question, Dizzle. You yes. had a question about our hip hop project that yeah. We're going to embark on. Uh-oh. So, according to the wiki and according to all the sources out there, hip-hop, the lovely culture of hip-hop, will celebrate its 50th anniversary in August. So I'm putting out this challenge to the pod and our listeners on the pod and watchers of the pod. We want to come up with the 50 best hip-hop songs of all time. Mm. So... My question for y'all, do y'all want to give it a shot? My only question to it is, are we doing 50 to 1, like in order? or the no, order. Be a no order. Okay. No order. No order. No order. I say my vote is no order. Correct. Then I'm all in if it's no order because that's going to be too stressful for me to figure out if it was an order to it. But if I could just yeah. pick the 50 hot ones. Yeah. I can do that. So this is my suggestion. Since we, So we won't be on here just naming 150 songs. Mm-hmm. I say weekly, all three of us bring two songs to the table to be nominated. Okay. And my question for y'all, should we do errors? So, like, breaking down, like, all right, man, from 73 to 80, and then 80 to 85, 85 to 90, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Or just simply say 73? Yeah, man. That's 50 years. A hip hop, (laughs) a hip 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 that was 1973, sir. Damn. Well, that song came out in 79. But, oh, close enough. Yeah, but like that's that's what they're saying. Or should we just simply bring two songs each? No matter what era, just say, hey, man, these are the two songs that I want to nominate for the top 50 songs of all time. And then have a backup song in case one of us overlaps a song. What you thinking, man? I'm thinking that we got to do option B. Only because if we do it by like seventy five to a, like time frames, I'm afraid we're gonna get to the end and feel that 
at song 35 that there was a song we left behind that we can't go back to now. Mm. Fair enough. So that's I, all I, I like it that way as well. Yeah. I I like it. Hey man, we we all bring two songs to the table that we when nominate. Dizzle, when Dizzle brings Soldier Boy <laughs> to the table, I'm gonna have to counter. <laughs> Soldier Boy's making the list. <laughs> <laughs> Over the hip hip hip, 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 hip. The shit out of here. <laughs> I'm just playing, but nah, ain't no ain't ain't nothing from the '70s making my list. I'll tell you that right <laughs> it, now. It is it is, uh, it is your nominations yes. of songs. I'm it is your it. nominations of songs, man. So. Can't take away your song. So if my math serves me correctly, um, each week that'll be two, four, six songs a week that we are nominating. So let me do my math. So, yeah, so that'd be like a little over eight weeks of us bringing new songs to the table and uh, one of us to keep track of it. And then once we got them all down on wax, we run them down and say these are the top 50 songs. In hip-hop history, according to You Can't Make This Up podcast. Just in time for the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add that to your playlist. Mm-hmm. All right, man, some quick hitters. Before, Matter of fact, before we... Dizzle, because you had the questions about the hip-hop project, was that even remotely what you thought it was going to be? I thought it was a Netflix show. When you got <laughs> in the notes, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't watch that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, yeah. to be perfectly honest, the reason it kind of like popped in my head was you know, really the only hip-hop updates that we get is whatever's going on with the Young Thug trial or this person's mad at this person. You know, to be perfectly honest, I get sick of that shit. Like, yeah. how many times can somebody smuggle drugs in the court to get a Young Thug? How many guys are going to snitch on Young Thug? How many documentaries are going to come out before the trial is done with Young Thug? Like, right. it, it just it gets tedious. So, you know, I figure we bring something else to the table. And, yeah, yeah. uh you know, like we're, we're running like that, man. A couple quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. Michigan man arrested after calling 911 on a hooker who wouldn't go through with a sexual act. Damn, he wanted his money back and the police <laughs> to show up? Dumbass. Sheesh. <laughs> That's the life yeah. you live in, sir. And goofy. Speaking of documentaries, your boy Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse Yeah, man, the anatomy of a hoax. It's premiering on Fox Nation on March 13th. Will y'all watch it? No, not at all. Not a chance. So, so wait. Um, it's a documentary about like how he orchestrated the like the testimony he had, or the the Did whole you see the, the trailer? whole shit, the oh, whole okay. thing, the, the whole shit from the alley beat down to the trial that ensued. Yeah, I'm watching it. You are. I'm gonna watch it. Absolutely. <laughs> I like watching dumb people. No, I watch. I like yeah. watching dumb people lie. I might give it a shot for the pod. And you know what? The crazy thing is, we were talking about this last week, and we both had a major issue with it, Dizzle. Uh, Hulu dropping the documentary for the Young Thug and Gunner trial before it was actually over. Not only does Hulu have one, but Netflix has one about the dude Alec Murdoch from South Carolina who killed his wife and son. Mm-hmm. So they had documentaries about that out before the trial was uh, concluded, and that trial actually concluded on uh, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Found guilty, by the way. Yeah, He'll man. be going to jail for a very long time, man. Life. So it's not just us. They they find these stories out here that get people's interest going, and they start making documentaries like that before shit is even done. That's crazy, yeah. and it's weird though, because um, yeah, like it's a open when like the young thug shit is an open case still. Yeah, 
aren't they not supposed to do shit like that on open cases because like the jurors don't they yeah, they're not supposed get, to watch. get access to that yeah, shit. Like, like, you're, not, you're not supposed to watch any of that stuff, but why can't I go to Dizzle's house and watch it? You know like, that's how I look at it. Like, why couldn't I go to my boy's house and just be like, what y'all watching? I bet y'all are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give yeah. me some insight. Right. So, Dizzle, you brought up something about uh, uh, three uh, years at, at sea on a cruise. Yeah, man. So, uh, for $90,000 for the small price. And uh, when you do the math, it's not that bad. For $90,000, you can cruise for three years straight with the Life at Sea cruises. Fully equipped, dining, a business center, all the entertainment. If y'all have ever, have you ever been on a cruise? I've DJed two of them. Have you ever been on I've a cruise? I've never been on a cruise. I want to go on a cruise. Would you consider living there? Hell yeah. That's what? what? Let me tell you something. When I went on the Royal Caribbean cruise, they put me in a suite with a balcony, and I thought I was the, the hottest thing on the ship. Like, I was by <laughs> myself. The days that I was off were the days that we were in the city. So the days that I was DJing were the days that we were at sea, nothing to do but party and have a good time. So it made for a, a great trip. And the the uh, comedy, the accommodations that, that you get, the service mm-hmm. that you get, the meals you get, you hungry at 2 in the morning, guess what you can Room go do? Room service. They 1,095 days. Man, get the fuck out of here, y'all niggas lying. Shit, man, ain't no way. I bring for, the I bring the squad. We we, we out of here for ninety thousand dollars. When you really do the math for three years, that's damn near what you paying right now. Where you living at? You know what I'm saying? Damn, where y'all niggas live at? Let <laughs> me do the math. That's yeah. like that's like thirty thousand a year. And how many years in a month? <laughs> how many? Wait, whoa! <laughs> we know what to ask 30, you on the next 000, trivia show. Divided by twelve. <laughs> That's two thousand five hundred a month, but everything's paid for. You're not paying for gas. You're not paying for meals. No bills. Well, like, he has a wife and three kids. It's just okay. me and the wife. I'm right? say, yeah, no, <laughs> nobody's coming to see you either, unless you, you know, hollering at them at the port for twenty four hours while y'all there. Yeah, but, but you traveling the entire globe: Mexico, South Korea, Australia. Like you going everywhere. Free Wi-Fi so you can when, work. When I there. DJ'd uh, the very first Royal Caribbean cruise that I did, um, you have a formal dinner every night that you can you know go to. And they sit you at a table and you have like your seat for the week. The couple that was next to me was a retired couple. And they all they did was cruise, had an apartment in Miami. They would port. They would get off the cruise ship at like 9 in the morning, go to their apartment, wash their clothes. Next morning, hop on the next ship and cruise. Mm-hmm. So they were retired, and all they did was cruise. She said they cruised like 45 weeks out of the year. Damn. Bro, if you like that, you telling me, I'm I'm doing it. Hell yeah. $90,000, three-year experience where you literally traveling the world, seeing every little thing. And then um, at the different stops, I saw that they got uh, like hotel accommodation. So mm-hmm. when you are stopped in South Korea for five days, they put you somewhere. Um, yes. I think it's a good deal. When you signed it up? When I'm old. <laughs> no, nah, not right now, but if I'm retired that's, that's and a I good got retirement some money life, in the bank. I'll tell you that. Yeah. That's a good retirement life. Because the way they treat you on them ships, man, you feel you feel like a king. You really do. Do I need to remind y'all of what happened with COVID on these uh, cruise ships? I thought you were about to say Titanic. I right? did. Oh, <laughs> shit. Damn, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> hey, you got to go somehow. Man. I might as well go get in the drink package. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Well, shoot, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. want to give a shout-out to everybody watching us right now on 
uh, YouTube as well as Facebook. Shouts out to Dizzle for hooking us up with this StreamYard life. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, sir, man. Make sure y'all tune in. We're going to get the effects going. I ain't, I really didn't get no effects this episode. Uh, this will be weekly. We're going to add it to the repertoire. So mm-hmm. tell your friends. Be ready to check us out every Sunday morning when you wake up. For sure. You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out to next week. Peace.